0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Thank you for tuning in to Energy Awareness Radio. You know, when it comes to our well-being, there are no magic bullets, yet everyone seeks out the quick fix, the pill that purports to solve the issues, or the next new thing that will make life great. It's not happening. However, simple, practical, comprehensive tools will indeed bring about balance so you can enjoy physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual well-being. Simple is the operative word. And we will be discussing how simple it can be in just a few minutes. This is your host, T Love, here at Energy Awareness Radio. I am the founder and CEO of the Soji Huggles Children's Foundation, a nonprofit dedicated to providing the basic necessities of life to underprivileged children. I am also a reconnective healing practitioner, certified vibrational sound therapist, and positive psychology practitioner at Quantum Wellness Center, my private practice, located in Sussex County, New Jersey, where Energy Awareness Radio streams to you live each and every week. For more than 40 years, my guest, Dr. Marilyn Joyce, a registered dietitian with her doctorate in psychology and biochemistry and human nutrition, has been inspiring audiences around the world as a motivational and inspirational keynote speaker, seminar leader, and trainer. She has been the featured guest on Doctor to Doctor, Lisa, Montel Williams, Mari Povich, PBS, and Jenny Jones. The former Director of Nutrition for the Cancer Treatment Centers of America, Dr. Joyce is a five-time cancer survivor, now a 27-plus-year thriver. She speaks to such organizations as Xerox, the FBI, Girl Scouts, Boeing, UCLA, Scripps Medical Center, Sloan Kettering, the American Cancer Society, the Wellness Community Centers, and Peak Potentials. Dr. Joyce is the author of the best-selling books, Five Minutes to Health, I Can't Believe It's Tofu, and her much sought after book, Instant Energy The Five Keys to Unlimited Energy and Vitality, which is our topic for discussion today. Welcome to the show, Dr. Joyce. I cannot thank you enough for taking time to join us here at Energy Awareness Radio. How are you being?
0: I am being fabulous. I, could, I, don't, I can't imagine being any better.
2: <laughs> well, there you go. Thank that's you so great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you are quite welcome. And you can tell you have a lot of energy. And, you know, instant energy, every, that's something that everybody wants and everybody needs. And and right. while there are, you know, there are no magic pills or bullets that will provide that. But your book, Instant Energy, The Five Keys to Unlimited Energy and Vitality, certainly provides for me, an abundance of comprehensive tools that will indeed provide instant energy. So first, thank you for sharing these tools with all of us. How, How did that happen? How did you figure out that these tools would indeed be effective?
0: We, that's a great question, T, because initially, I wouldn't have ever believed this. I mean, coming from the background I came from, and I I mean, I had studied yoga in India back in 1970, 71, uh, and it was a full day of doing the things that I teach five-minute strategies based, based on. And, um, you know, basically what happened was, as I went through the, the journey of cancer myself, and also had people who were trying to help me who were you know, my virtually what I would call my caregivers, they were stressed out. They had full-time jobs. They had a life to live, and they were also trying to help me. And especially in 1989 when I was 88 pounds in a wheelchair with, you know, Mm. no ability to eat or drink anything, no energy, no – I couldn't do anything. So basically I think what happened was I looked at what was that about and what would have really helped the people – that were helping me as well as myself, and it was five-minute strategies, you know, that I learned over the the following years when I was actually beginning to work with cancer patients and their caregivers myself. So going from the, you know, the place of being the actual patient to then being the, you know, professional healthcare caregiver, uh, I began to see a pattern, and it was that, most people do not have the time. They're, they're burned out just from trying to keep up with life. And yet at the same time, what do they need? They need self-care. They, they will never have energy for anything if they don't take time out for themselves. So how could they do that? And it was just coming up with these five-minute strategies. And it basically unfolded over several years to the point at which I wrote the first book, public book I wrote, I used to write a lot of books to the government of Canada, but the first public book I wrote was Five Minutes to Health and that's where I encapsulated five minute nutrition tips mainly and some lifestyle tips. Instant energy is the whole person and that was the other big learning throughout all of this journey, both as a patient and as a caregiver was the whole idea of um, putting it together, kind of losing my train of thought that where I wanted to go with this, but putting it together in a systematic way uh, that addresses the whole person as opposed to the pieces of a person. You know, in our, in our medical world today, we break the person up into the mental person, the physical person, the emotional person, and the spiritual person. But what Instant Energy, the book does, and the program that I teach uh, does, is it addresses the person as a whole being because that is the only way that you can truly have energy is if the entire person is integrated and functioning together, So, yeah, exactly. You know, if you're not whole,
1: (laughs) yeah, if you're not whole, if if there's some area that's lacking, you're not in balance. If you're not in balance, you can't possibly be in a position to heal because you're out of balance. When we're out of sync, nothing's going to heal. It just can't. You have to be completely in balance. And your point on self-care, that's a tough one for a lot of people, especially women. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, can't, I don't have time to take care of me. Well, okay, do you want somebody else taking your, care of your children after you kill yourself? Because you really need to take right. care of you and not feel guilty about it. That's the thing, you know, because when yeah. we take care of our own, our own being, our own whole being, the whole wellness thing, when we do that we're able to do a whole lot more for other people and you know when you lift yourself up you're lifting everybody else up and if you lift somebody else up you're lifting yourself up so that that clearly but for you the difficulty what i thought was my god five-time cancer survivor seriously that is yeah. a, a lot that's a lot
0: i i i needed a lot of lessons and and uh, you know i wanted to also say something on what you were talking about to because that was so very profound When we are, you said when we lift ourselves up or take care of ourselves, we lift others up as well. And one of the hugest lessons came from my daughter when she said to me years, quite a few years ago now, but she said, you know, you were a wonderful mom, but you were a terrible role model from the standpoint Mm -hmm. of self-care. And I looked at her in shock and I said, what do you mean? She said, I felt guilty if I ever did anything for myself because you never were, you never showed us by example that it was okay to care for ourselves. And that was a really hard blow and a very strong realization. So, you know, that's one of the things I constantly talk to people about to when I'm working with them. is Or even in audiences, when I'm speaking to an audience, I get them to look at that, you know, because we really have to be the role model. It's like putting the, ma- the mask on yourself. We hear it every time we get on an airplane.
2: Put the mm-hmm. mask on
0: yourself first because you'll be no good to anybody else if you're not standing up and alive to be able to put the mask on others. So, you know, it really is a, a double whammy there.
1: And while it's true that, you know, we want to be healthy so that we can help other people, you know, your main purpose here, in in my opinion, my belief is that we're here to find joy for ourselves and give joy for others. And You, it's it's a it's a nice cycle because when you find joy for yourself you automatically give joy to others and when you give joy to others you automatically find joy for yourself so when you look at that and you realize yeah okay you're not doing it just to make sure you can help the other people you're doing it for you too this is your soul's growth this is your purpose oh yeah so and you might have- Live to the fullest, you know, to the best of your ability by, and nobody's saying become a princess, you know, nobody's saying go to princess no, no. school and learn how to, yeah, that's not it. <laughs> it's just caring for yourself in a way that, that you're treating the gift of you the way that you will treat the gift of your children or other people. Just treat yourself the way that you would treat your children.
0: Exactly. And I mean, it, it, you're, so right on the money with that with respect to finding joy yourself because when I mean just look, think about it if you go to a grocery store and you've got a, a joyful spirit and you see someone who's really in need obviously of, of at least a smile if you're joyful you can smile at that person and it might just change their day if no it left. does it does yeah.
1: it absolutely does because absolutely. it's energy you know it's yeah. all quantum physics we're all energy so what you give out that person will get even if it's the min- most minute tiny way it uplifts them somewhere in within themselves yeah. so that they can then go further it's absolutely true Absolutely true. Um, I actually had a situation this week where I had a tree fall over in, in our yard, this huge tree, which was very upsetting because it's a nice tree, you know, and I hate to see a tree go. Right. And I had someone come in and take it down because we just couldn't do it. It wasn't, and you know, it's a chainsaw, but it's dangerous. It's like, no, we're not doing this. So we had two gentlemen come in. I didn't know who the second one was. I hired the guy, you know, and, and he brought his coworker. coworker, And uh, they were there, and I made them lunch, and I brought lunch out. And the man looked at me, not the person I was doing business with, but his worker. He looked at me and he said, thank you so much for lunch. And I looked at him and I said, you're welcome. And our eyes locked. And in that moment, I knew there's something more about this lunch. And I walked away. Now, I run a children's foundation, and we are helping children who don't get food. There are children who don't get food in this country. There are people who don't believe that. I and know. it's like, no, no, it's true. It's they don't have food. This guy, when I looked at him, all I could think of was, He probably works from paycheck to paycheck. He probably on some weeks can't have lunch, doesn't, buy lunch because he can't afford it he was so grateful and when I walked out to the truck to pay the gentleman at when they were done with it four hours later um he came over to me and he said thank you so much for lunch and I said you are more than welcome and look at this and I I was giving the gentleman the check and I brought each of them an ice cream sandwich and I said an ice cream sandwich for the road too and they started laughing and I walked in the house (laughs) and that I think gets to me more than anything else is when people are so hungry you can connect with people and, and it can be hunger for food. It can be hunger for just a smile or just somebody being kind. If you could just be kind, just yes. be kind.
0: Yes, that's- absolutely. I think that's one of the key things to you is this lack of compassion and kindness mm-hmm. that we're experiencing. I and mean, you see it all over the news. Now, there is a movement towards being compassionate and kind. Yes. But the fact of the matter is the world is so small now. There is no room for anything but compassion and kindness and love. There really
1: is not. Yeah. And that is healing in and of itself because when you because you're coming from your heart at that point. When you come from your heart when you live from your heart, you are healing yourself. It's automatic. There is no better healing tool than that. None. So no matter what exactly. befalls you, you can find the gratitude in it. You're a five-time cancer survivor. I'm only a one-time cancer survivor, and that was enough for me. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know like, but when you look at it, it's like, oh my gosh, you survived cancer five times. Okay, that's crazy. You know, <laughs> there there's something for each situation. Something good comes out of everything that's not so great. You have to find the gratitude. Yeah. And that that helps you heal because now you learn to live from your heart, be compassionate, be kind to a fellow man. You know, we need to do more of that. Uh, it, it, that to me is yeah. a huge a huge thing for people to get, especially as you said in this day and age. You turn on the TV, a day doesn't go by where somebody in this country hasn't been shot by somebody else. That there's a some yeah. kind of horrible happening you know and it's it's crazy it's absolutely crazy but we need to have that compassion
0: it we really do and and you said something very significant there with gratitude because one of the key things that shuts us down is the well not one but we'll say stress is the overall umbrella The minute that there's stress in your body, whether it's from fear, anger, angst, whatever, the moment you have stress in your body, everything shuts down. When everything shuts down, that means that none of the functions, none of the systems are functioning, whether it's your physical, your mental, your emotional, your spiritual, they're shut down by that experience, by that stress experience. When that happens, then that's when illness can take over. When you're in joy, when you're in gratitude, And you can get to gratitude very quickly, enjoy very quickly, just with, you know, quick and easy five-minute strategies. But when you get to that level, that place, you're uh, reducing, if not eliminating, that stress, which then allows the systems to start functioning more efficiently. And therefore, you can combat those little, you know, cancer cell doohickeys that want to take over and and eradicate them before they do take over, you know. And, you know, I know that it's not easy for everybody to move to that place. I mean, I work with patients, oh, my goodness, over the last 30 years. Some could really move to that place of joy, and they might not have lived a long life, but they had quality of life while they were here, and that was something they didn't have. Or they did live, and it was because they moved past that fear and stress quickly. Uh, So, you know, whatever it is. It's not saying that you're necessarily going to live forever because we're, none of us are. Um, right. But it is saying that we're at least physical body. But at, but our spirit does go on from my perspective.
3: Mm.
2: But you Me know, too. the point
0: is that, yeah, but but the, the point is that this physical body will at some point say good, goodbye, move on to the next one. <laughs> right. Um, but in the meantime, creating quality of life is so important. And that is when you. Find ways to reduce the stress. Find ways to have community. I mean, the longest living cultures that we have that we know of, they have certain things in common, and one of those things is they take time out. Something we don't do so well in the Western developed world. Right. You know, it's like we, we the guilt, right? Oh, I've got yeah, so much self-care. to do. I've got family to take care. Yeah. It's just, I mean, of all the things that I teach my patients, and you've probably seen this yourself, taking time out is probably the number one thing that they mm-hmm. do not incorporate into their lives. They'll go and do everything nutritionally because it's a physical thing that they can put their hands on. But, mm-hmm. And so they'll do that. They'll go to the gym and work out, but they will not take the time to just be still, even for five minutes.
1: And well, that and they can think completely that-
0: rejuvenate you.
1: Yes, but they think that, well, I go to the gym. Okay, that's not what I'm talking about. You know, when I hear patients say this, I'm like, okay, that's really not what I'm talking about because you have to take time for you. But I go to the gym. Okay, let me rephrase. You know, and I've learned that you have to sit in stillness, even if you just – and people will say, I don't have time to just sit in home. And I'm like, no. You know, when you're doing the dishes, it can be very zen. You can just be – you can be in the moment with the dishes, folding laundry when you're gardening, going for a walk, driving – Pay attention, but don't get upset with the person who cut you off. Just think, okay, maybe I was saved from something. You know, there's a reason why things happen. You know, so go with that. And, you know, and, and once they... It takes a while to get it through. Once they shift the perspective, you know, our minds are very influential to our bodies, extremely so.
3: And, you know,
1: as you say, this is how we sustain our energy, our vitality, and our good health. That is so true. It is so true. It's your mind. Shift the perspective. Every single person I, I, I talk to and I say, you know, when you hear the words, wow, their life changed in a heartbeat. The first place we go is must have been a tragedy, loss of a job, loss of a, a person. It's always something horrible. It's never, wow, yeah. they won the lottery, triple lifetime, met their soulmate. It's never that. We automatically go down the negative path. We need to stop yeah. doing that and do the positive thing. You know, and I must say, you hit on a lot of stuff in your book. You really, really did. There were so many things that you hit on that, that, are, that are popular, <laughs> issues of the day you know but it is crucial that people relax it's difficult for them for time you know because time is of the essence as you said people don't according to themselves they don't have the luxury of relaxation but you do talk about the three best and quickest ways to instantly relax your body and your mind so do you want to talk about that for a minute
0: i would love to t thank you for bringing that up Because one of the quickest ways, I mean, when people say, I don't have time, most people Mm -hmm. get on the Internet and they waste hours of time. So, you know, (laughs) I eradicate the whole idea because I'm as guilty as everyone else. It's called
2: Facebook. (laughs) It's called Facebook. That's right. That's right. (laughs)
0: Facebook, Twitter, yeah. (laughs) But the point is that if you've only got five minutes, fine. Get a timer. Get some really good, relaxing music. Have it all conveniently set up. When you're feeling angst about something, shut the phone off, the computer down, whatever, for five minutes. Go set the timer for five minutes. Put your music on. Put your feet up. And just breathe in to a count of four. Hold to a count of four. And release to a count of four. So you're you're focused on your breathing. That takes your mind off of everything else. And you just breathe in very rhythmically, like it's one, two, three, four. No rushing with this. And just do it for five minutes. And I have done this in audiences of 5,000 people. And Mm -hmm. we have watched people's energy shift in just less than five minutes. We'll do it for one or two minutes. And people Mm -hmm. will say, oh, my goodness, I can't believe it. So that's one of the quickest ways. And another way that I... (laughs)
1: One of the things that's so funny, because I will tell people, I don't care if you take two minutes with your kitchen timer, you will find that this really works for you. So I had one woman, you know, she left. I said, take two minutes. And she came back and she said, I did the five minute thing. I said, oh, you got up to five minutes. She goes, no, I breathed fast. And I did it in two. And I said, see, no, you weren't doing it.
2: (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. I couldn't believe it. I had to tell that you that because yeah, when I was reading yes. the book,
1: I'm like, why did I tell her this one? This is crazy, you know. This is really I did it in two oh. minutes. Go, what do you want to know? That's not the goal. It was so funny. I'm so sorry, but I yeah. had to tell you that. Oh no, that's
0: perfect because that's exactly what I'm saying as well. Yes. You know, it's like if you're gonna do if you're gonna breathe quickly and you're not doing it, it's the, it's right. to actually slow down. It, it's just know. for five minutes, just slow down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly.
3: You know, oh, and, and,
0: and,
1: uh, but the second one. <laughs>
0: yeah, the next one. This is one of my favorites. Now, it's not easy to do, probably up in the Northeast in the middle of winter. But I will, I will tell you a strategy. One of my Northeast patients did, as soon as I told the explained the system. So it's called earthing, and it's where you actually go outside, take your shoes and socks off. You can't do this with shoes and socks on. Go out take your shoes and socks off, and walk on the earth or grass for five minutes. If you're close to an ocean, the sandy beach is another thing you can do. But walk on that for five minutes, very slowly, just feeling yourself being centered. There's actual research, significant amounts of research now, that shows that in just five minutes of doing this process called earthing, they actually, they they actually can see the blood work change from all the, yep. the blood cells being globbed together, stick, stuck together, to actually be being free floating, in five yeah. minutes. So mm-hmm. that's a really great way to do it. Now, for people yeah. who live in snow-torn areas, you can do a couple of things. You can get a sandbox, a small sandbox, fill it with earth or sand. This is what one of my clients actually did: filled it with earth. I think it was earth, but it might have been sand. And every day he would just get on that sand and just stand there and feel the earth under his feet within his own home. So that's mm-hmm. another option. And of course, there are earthing kits now that you can buy.
1: Yes, as a matter of fact, I had the gentleman who wrote the book on earthing. He's a doctor. I cannot, for the life of me, remember his name. He's in Connecticut, and uh, I had him on the show a couple of years ago. And it was he was talking all uh-huh. about earthing. It was it was wonderful. Yeah. And I, I said to him, you know. I know that I'm in New Jersey and I'm from New England and I never I never walk around in bare feet never I just don't like it but I also know that everything's just energy all you have to do is visualize that you're grounded and you are you just have to visualize right. you can be on the third floor of a you know 20th floor of a penthouse suite or something I don't know and and you can just know that you're completely grounded and you just visualize it and there you are so you don't necessarily have to go out and get cold it's it's good to do i mean i like to put my hand my feet in the sand at the beach but that's pretty much the only time i i'm barefoot so to me it's right. like oh no you can do it without you just do it by the, the sheer intent of it all it is a wonderful tool and i loved that you included that that as a one of the um one of the tools that was fabulous
0: yeah, and I mean, it's, I agree with you, T. We can take ourselves there through visualization. I mean, we know that an athlete has already won the race in their mind before they um, actually crossed the finish line. So, you know, especially the ones who are the big winners, they, they are really masters of visualization. And that is one of the things I truly do believe in is visualization. Um, and it is actually one of the strategies that I use to help people to shift their energy very quickly is to actually take, five minutes and just put on a visualization of being at the beach, you know, to, of, of feeling their feet in the sand of, you know, just feeling the sun basking over their body and I, that is a really key thing because you can do that for five minutes and you completely change your energy from stagnant and, uh, and uh, lacking to uh, de- an energy deficit as I call, like to put, phrase it to actually having abundant energy, you know, Mm -hmm. so that's another thing. Um, But that wasn't actually the third thing I was going to say. The third thing was it's a simple thing. It's called an exercise ball. And if you just got on that exercise ball and bounce, you could be watching a comedy, no bad news on TV. But if you wanted to watch a comedy while you did this, you could easily do that, which would give you a double whammy because laughter is very, very freeing. Um, and releases a lot of endorphins and, and relaxes your body. But just that bouncing on that, that exercise ball really relaxes you because of the rhythmic bounce. And at the same time that you're doing that, you're detoxing your lymphatic system, which is right. you know, one of the most important things to do uh, because we are truly the pump. Right? We, you know, We have our cardiovascular system where the heart's the pump and the respiratory system where the lungs are the pump. But the point is that for the source uh, system of our body which is the, the lymphatic system we're the pump and to keep it clean we've got to, uh, you know, we've got to do rhythmic movements which could also be you know, bouncing on a mini trampoline or on a um, large trampoline if you have one you know, that's right. the rhythmic movement, it's, it relaxes the body, it, it also rejuvenates the cells at the cellular level and it detoxes the lymphatic system so it does all of those things in just five minutes
1: and you can do and it that, at your desk because I have a ball oh, yeah. chair, and I I Me sit in a too. ball chair, yes. and yeah, and I mean a couple of times I've been on air and laughed so hard I've fallen off, and thank God it's not TV. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh I don't right. so like
3: that. That's funny. Like oh my God, I fell off my ball <laughs> chair. Thank God they don't know. <laughs> but
1: it does. And sometimes, sometimes people will be like, oh, "What are you doing?" It's like, oh, I'm just bouncing on my ball chair. You know, it, it does. It relaxes you. There are so oh, many tools, yeah. but. Those are three of the best and quickest that really instantly relax your body and your mind. That's the key. (laughs) The body is one thing. It follows the mind, you know?
0: (laughs) And and that's why we have to turn off the phone or at least turn it on silent and close the 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 top of your computer down or whatever you have to do. Get away from the technology just just for five minutes. It's not like I'm saying... You'd have to move away from it forever, right? But just for five minutes at a time. Yeah.
1: But people, it's (laughs) such an addiction. People don't want to give up any of the technology. And to me, it's like, oh, who cares? Get rid of it. You know, you sleep better, and it's just, you know. But those are three really good tools to relax your body and your mind. The other, the flip side to this is, that there are specific situations that you talk about. And I I love some of them. You know, for instance, I'm forever hearing from clients, you know, their woes about situations, which puts them in the position of being the victim. And it happens to all of us. But there are ways to shift your perspective so that you don't remain that helpless victim, but rather, as you said, you become the empowered victor. And that's very important. That's a good one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a great one, actually, T, because what happens is when we're in feeling that we're in the victim mode, you know, that you can tell you there when you're asking yourself, why me, why is this always happening to me, what's wrong with me, um, or, or we blame somebody outside of ourselves for whatever's occurring. And so what I learned, and it, you know, I actually learned this through different seminars and, you know, trainings that I went to, where especially Tony Robbins, when he said if you want a better answer, ask a better question. And so instead (laughs) of, you know, when we put our mind into question mode but good questions, right questions, good you know um, positive questions, we can actually completely change our stance from victim to victor very quickly. And it's, you know, um, what is the lesson here for me? What am I to learn from this? And that really goes back to some of the work I did with Dr. Bernie Siegel. And then I was actually um, co-worker with uh, Dr. Carl Simonton at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America. So I saw this in action a lot, you know, where it was really reframing the situation and looking at, you know, actually the way that Bernie, Dr. Bernie Siegel put it to me was when I was in that wheelchair, he said, do you see cancer as your enemy and I, or as your friend? And I said, absolutely not. He said, do you see it as your enemy? I said, absolutely. He said, well, neither of those work. Because if, if it's your friend, you keep them around. If it's your enemy, you're keeping them around because you want to get even with them or something else.
1: Right. So
0: what, the, what would be a better way to look at it? And he probed for me, but I wasn't getting it until he brought up the idea of teacher. He said, you keep a teacher around as long as you need them. And once you've learned the lessons from that teacher, you move on to the next teacher you know like going from grade school up to you know uh, high school up to college whatever you know so it's like you move on to the next level of teacher so when i looked at cancer for example as a teacher and we can do this with any situation that we're going through in our lives what is the lesson here what is it that Mm -hmm. i'm to learn so that's one of the things that we can do and the other is you know what, what is the value here for me? What is the value to humanity from, my, from this experience? You know, because it, it doesn't just relate to us ourselves. It really resonates out, as we talked about earlier, to everyone in our circle and beyond that because everything is energy after all anyway. So it's mm-hmm. really shifting your energy. And one of the key things that I really like to do to help shift my own energy if I'm, you know, feeling stressed or angst or, or the victim is I will, you know, we, we never express gratitude for things often enough. And so mm-hmm. one of the things I learned from Dr. Siegel was what, what you focus on expands. So write three, three to five gratitudes. Just sit down and write three to five gratitudes. Whenever you're feeling angst or whenever you're feeling like the victim or whenever things aren't working your way or whenever you've had a bad phone call with someone, you know, just sit down in a gratitude journal and write three things you're grateful for. You, you cannot be in a state of gratitude and victimhood at the same time. You can only be in one or the other. So when you're in okay. gratitude and of course what you focus on expands. I mean, the, the thing that happened to me, I did not believe in all of this. To be quite honest, Chief, but when Dr. Siegel said to me, Write a gratitude journal, I was in a wheelchair. I was given less than mm-hmm. two weeks to live. And he's saying, Write a gratitude journal. I'm like, Are you out of your mind? I'm done.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
0: um, he said, You know, I would suggest that you think about what, fo- what you focus on expands. And with what you're focusing on, it, there's not going to be a whole lot of great expansion going on there, at least not in the way that you want it to be. So it was like really sitting down on a really cold winter overcast day in Toronto, Canada, in the middle of the, the, right in the heart of winter and looking out that window with no sign of sunshine whatsoever and saying, dear God, show me a sign. If you want me to write in this gratitude journal, I need a sign. And Dr. Siegel had said, if you only, if you can only come up with one gratitude, write it five times, but do it five times. And the first day, the sun shone through those clouds just briefly for a few seconds and I knew that was a sign. I just knew it. And I wrote, dear God, thank you for the sun. Thank you for the sun. Thank you for the sun. Five times. But at the end of a month, I wrote 138 different gratitudes. So mm-hmm. I'm alive here today, and I've had an amazing life, not without turbulence like everybody else, but I've had an amazing life, an amazing ride. And I, I believe that it's what I focused on that expanded. I focused on life. I, I focused on gratitude, Right.
1: Absolutely. And Bernie was on the show a couple of times for two of his different books. And after the first show, we ended up talking till 11 o'clock at night. And I, Bernie, I got to go. I got go to go. <laughs> I talked to you all night. He was great. He was fabulous to talk to, and he, you know, he's like the pioneer for all of this, and so oh, many yeah. doctors still to this day do not really believe this, and it's like, oh, well, you know, just because you focus on it, mm-hmm, well, I see it differently, but a lot of hospitals now are bringing in people who are alternative energy therapists like myself who come in yeah. and help people, teach them this or work on them with different modalities and allow them to help themselves heal. All these yes. people, and I say this all the time, I am not a healer. I have never cured anyone in my life. I never will. And then I say, oh, wait a minute, I have. And people look at me and I'll say, I heal myself, just like each and every one of you do. If you focus yeah. on something, you draw it to you. So, you know, yes. it's it's vitally important that you give gratitude, whatever the situation is, because it does shift your perspective. To me, once you get that, wait a minute, this is happening and there's a lesson here, I don't know what the lesson is. Maybe I'm never going to know, but I know it's a lesson and I thank God for it. Or whoever, you know, the God of your understanding, whoever. Yeah, yeah, then you just move forward and say, okay. And immediately, if you start to focus on something totally different that is not related, anywhere near it, if you're working on financial stuff and and something's going wrong, go go knit, go read a book, do something totally different, you will find that the answer comes to you pretty much instantly because you're going down the path of least resistance now because you opened yourself up to forget about that let it go do something else and boom the answer comes in you know your brain Absolutely. is a super organic computer and it's just like doing a google search on your own in, in the entire universe and the answer comes to you and as i said before you hit on all the popular issues of the day there was um another two that i say that that I, i'd like to talk about are Huge challenges, overwhelm and fatigue. These are huge. Again, it all goes back to self care, you know? Yes, but it does. It does, yeah. but you have two ways to instantly overcome those problems. And I have to say, those are very, very popular issues today. I'm overwhelmed, I'm fatigued, I'm overwhelmed, I'm tired, I'm exhausted. You know, I do a lot, and people look at me and say, You don't get tired. And it's like, You know what? There's no time to get tired. Life is short. I'm afraid if I fall asleep or get tired, I'm going to miss something. So I just stay awake and keep
3: doing things. <laughs> <laughs> and if, and if, yes.
1: if you don't take short breaths, because that takes too many of them, if you take long, deep breaths, if if life really is measured, not in the um, things that, you know, the breaths you take, but the things that take your breath away, then I'm going to make sure that they're nice, long breaths. Maybe it will extend the life. <laughs> oh, no. Yes, you know? exactly. <laughs> but you have to I wait
2: totally wait. agree
1: to overcome those problems as well and, and you must agree that these are very popular you know challenges overwhelming fatigue oh,
0: yes. oh I mean even as as balanced as I feel that my life has become compared to what it was back in the cancer years there are times when I feel overwhelmed I mean there's all ah. kinds of things coming at me at the same time but the, the, it's not about feeling those feelings it's about how long you allow yourself to indulge in them so mm-hmm. quickly when you start to feel yourself in overwhelm or the fatigue is becoming just overwhelming as well, There's one thing you've got to do is immediately get off your seat. If you're on your seat, get off your seat and on your feet and do something different. It can be going and washing dishes. It can be running up the stairs if you have stairs in your home or in your office building. It can be any, anything that is the opposite of what you are presently doing that is causing this fatigue and overwhelm. Because when you come back, you'll be in a different space. You can even go out and thank the universe for the blue skies and the trees all around you and the grass under your feet or whatever you want to do. I mean, I find that to be very exhilarating. But everybody's got their own way. But it's to get off your seat and on your feet and do change your physiology immediately. So that's one thing. The other is a very key thing. Most people, believe it or not, are dehydrated. We are Mm supposed to be 80% water, and the average person is at least 5%, if not a lot more, dehydrated, and that creates tremendous fatigue. When I work with fibromyalgia patients, one of the first things we do is up the ante of water, and amazing things begin to happen. Suddenly, they have energy. Wow, just from drinking water. You know, the the amount that we recommend is your body weight, half of your body weight in ounces. So if you weigh 130 pounds, it would be 65 ounces, approximately eight glasses of water. If you're an athlete, you'll need more. Or if you're doing strenuous exercise where you're sweating a lot in the middle of the summer, you probably need more. But the, but the basic amount is that. Most people I know, they don't drink that. Or they have coffee all day long, and that's a diuretic. So that doesn't take mm-hmm. the place of water. It's water. Or herbal tea, if you want to have something to to replace the water, but not coffee or green tea or something that has caffeine and is a diuretic. So, you know, those are just two ideas. There's so many more. Actually, a really great one if you're really overwhelmed and stressed out and, and feeling tired is to go and have a shower. And imagine as you're having the shower all that stress and anxiety and overwhelm being washed off of you. It's amazing. Few minutes in the shower just experiencing that and you will feel like a new person when you're when you come out of that shower but why do people and, have a great creativity out of the shower or while they're in the yes. shower because you're releasing all that negativity and opening themselves up to being creative and resourceful and energized and whatever
1: and everyone has experienced that Without maybe yeah. realizing it, because we have all done bulwark, some kind of work in your yard in the summertime oh, yeah. or in your house, and you're sweating, and you're tired, and, and you're filthy, and you go and take a shower, yeah. and what what is the first thing you say? You always feel better after a shower. You do. Oh, You yeah. do, because you got rid of everything. It cleaned you out completely. You know, your whole exactly. energetic field because the water just washed it all down the drain. So, you know, that's that's a really terrific one. I mean, you can't do that in the middle of the day at work. You can't, oh, excuse me, I have to go take a shower because I'm you
3: know, overwhelmed.
1: I <laughs> no, no, well, That
0: that's might not go over well. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it might not go yeah, over right. too well, you know, but, <laughs> no, no. you know. I'll <laughs> <pulled> be back
0: <laughs> and forth, boss. I'm just going down the hall. <laughs>
1: yeah. And then there was, um, there was, there was another uh, thing I wanted to make sure I got in tonight during the show. Um. A lot of people experience anxiety over worry. And here's my take on this, okay? And this is what I tell people. When they say they're worried about something, I'll say, okay, is there something that you can do about it? And they'll say, no, it's out of my control. And I'll say, okay, then you need to stop worrying. And if you did have something that you could do about it, you need to stop worrying and take action to try to shift whatever it is. In either case, worry is completely useless. So it's not easy. But it is true. But there's even that little chart that looks like a backward three, I think, that says worry, you know, then, you know, if you can't, if you're worried, then do something about it. If you're worried and you can't do anything about it, then stop worrying. It's useless. It's totally
0: useless. Yeah, yeah. Worry is really the projection of what you think may happen, that may never happen. And it's based on fear and that the fast, you know, false expectations appearing real great ac- acronym. But the point is that, as you said, taking action is the key thing. I mean, if you can't do anything about it, let it go. But if you can, if it's within your control, then do something now. Don't think about it. Do it. You know, I remember doing a Harvecker program years ago, and I'm not totally in alignment with don't think, don't think, don't think. think. But he had a t-shirt that I did buy that said don't think, don't (laughs) think, don't think, don't think, all over the front and all over the back. Because What do most of us do? We think ourselves into Mm -hmm. a state of frenzy when instead we could just do something. Make a phone call to somebody you love and tell them you love them. One of the fastest ways to get out of your own funk of worry and fear and doubt is to tell somebody you love them, to uh, write a note to somebody telling them something that's great about them or thanking them for something they did for you. Um, One of my family members was having a real problem with depression. And, we're, you know, we weren't really connecting that often. But one of the things I said to him was, you know, what you need to do is to get out of your own energy field of negativity and depression and the world's a bad place and everybody in it is bad and stupid and whatever, and start writing a note to the people that you do care about and say something like, I love your smile, you made my day, um, thank you for the gift, whatever it is that you can do and do one of those thank yous or, or love notes. Every single day it can be, it could be a friend on Facebook. You know, most of us have a lot of friends on Facebook and many of the, I know, I know most of my friends on Facebook now. I can go in and I can send them a note and just say, I just want to thank you for being in my life. Now, if you did that every single day, do you think that in 365 days, you might be a lot happier? And how long did it take? A minute
1: per day? It's it's absolutely true. Yeah. Um, and i know it to be true because uh, a couple of years ago we did this exact same thing as a challenge to raise money for a scholarship fund i'm the treasurer of the of the um sussex county chamber of commerce in the county that i live and i'm on the wellness committee and we're always doing wellness tips at the the breakfasts that they have and one of the challenges was you pay money for this, so you're going to pay like $25 to write one thank you note a month to someone, and you have to handwrite it, and you have to handwrite the envelope because when you handwrite and handwrite the envelope, you're not just throwing the thank you away. You're actually putting time into it. It makes you feel good. When they open it up, it makes them feel good, and then they make other people feel good, so it's very cyclical. It's a, it's a good thing, and it will come back to you you pay $50. I think it was $50 for you write a note every two weeks. And it was $100. You write a note a day. Well, I had already done these challenges. So I was doing the note a day thing. I still do it. And they're handwritten. It can be keep post-its in your car and a clerk somewhere helps you and you write it down. You just put thank you so much and stick it right on the, you know, right on the cash register or something so that they know people are amazed when they're thanked genuinely and sincerely. And that works all the time it's, it's a fabulous tool to, to do that hmm. yep we don't I do love that, that
0: post-it idea that's a great one thank you yeah <laughs> I'm yeah yeah
1: <laughs> yeah because really it really does work you know i mean in or even on the phone when you're talking to people you just say it with sincerity they get it they can feel it you know uh but the other yeah. thing you're book not only includes all these principles that we're talking about that people can live by, but there are um, uh, culinary strategies uh, and tools for success. But the thing that killed me was you actually went a step further and provided, uh, I think there's over a hundred of these nutritious recipes from breakfast, fruits, and smoothies to to dips and soups and sandwiches and entrees. It's all right in this book, Instant Energy done now that alone is another book you know the the cookbook part oh yeah you know but yeah, there's the, 200 recipes,
0: actually 200
1: okay all right um they're really they're really very good i mean i love pancakes so i tried the oatmeal pancakes and they were so good as was the ginger tea and the very good smoothie that was good um and i haven't gone into the other ones yet because like oh, i gotta get some of these ingredients but but it, i think it's important for people to understand that a, that a recipe is, A, only as good as its ingredients are, number one, but yeah. also, you, you uh, and, and I know I do this, sometimes uh, you, you're just too busy to eat, and people say, no, that never happens to me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you've got <laughs> things going on, you just, your, your brain feels it, and the moment you start giving it oh, some yeah. kind of your whole body changes and I like the recipes because some of them like the very good smoothie it's so quick it goes right to your brain you can it's almost yeah. visceral you can you can feel that my brain is waking up and saying oh thank you for feeding me because now I can think clearly and the stress exactly. goes
2: away.
0: Exactly. Yep. And like you said it's so quick and easy. I mean it's a really good smoothie really quickly made can literally change your energy level and your psyche instantly. I mean literally yep and yep. so you know and of course that's true every recipe in there was was actually thought out very carefully and tested numerous times of course my my team who got to test all the recipes loved <laughs> <it>. <laughs> they got to try everything before it ever got in the book <laughs>
2: well that's why the, it's
0: so you know it's all-encompassing
1: it's totally inclusive there's nothing that's missing from it you know because one could say okay well the book could have ended right before the recipe section where you could have just said so now go out and eat some nutritious meals and that could have been the end of the story but you took the time to include those things so that people of course it's your background your dietitian, nutrition all this stuff right you know everything is in here and i have to say people could you'll learn a lot you're you're will be able to shift your perspective have those aha moments that you're looking for you will shift your life your life will change if you just do some of these things in here and they're not hard they're five minutes if that yeah you know it doesn't take long so yeah i uh you know we're getting close to the top of the hour so i want to ask you do you have any final words or final thoughts for our listeners
0: you know i think one of the key things that i learned as i was going through the journey both as a patient and then as a caregiver was to be here now you know it's a book that was written back in the, by Ram Dass, back in the 70s mm-hmm. i think um, but, you know, it, I, the, the title was what really grabbed me because I always had a hard job being here now. I was always worried about the past or thinking about the future and uh, worrying about it. And especially when you have kids, you know, you tend to do more of that than you probably should. But the fact of the matter is, and, I, and I've said this, I'm sure I wrote it in the book, but yesterday is like, uh, um, oh, my goodness, I'm, I'm blanking on this. I can't believe it. Uh <laughs> Oh, gosh, i expired, Chuck. That's not the word I want to say.
4: So uh-huh. Tomorrow it's like
0: a promissory note. But today is cash in hand. And, you uh-huh. know, basically what, what we want to do is it's your present. It's your gift. And if you can live every moment in the moment, you would not have the, the, the need for fear about the future. You would be, you would be working on being in the moment and taking the right action in the moment so that the future is taking care of itself and there is no past or future anyway there is only the present so live in the present live every moment fully and life is a whole different experience when you do that so basically that that, that would be my message to people and to take time out to really be in the moment and take time out to be still and so you know that one thing i do have to offer if that's okay to offer yeah. something is I have my t- ten top tips that are in a, a, a report that we put together specifically for your listeners, and it is at a, a website five minutes five minute energy tips.com. So it's the number five minute energy tips with an s dot com, and they can get ten tips that are all five minute strategies that they can start to implement right away. And begin to experience, you know, that we say five minutes, five times a day, instant energy guarantee. If all you did were five-minute breaks, five times each day, you would begin to experience a real shift in the way that you look at the world and the energy level that you have to use in the world.
1: That is, a, that is absolutely true, and it, it's, it's a perfect way to end the show by saying, you know, this, your contribution to the world, I have to say to you, Dr. Joyce is incredible because you wrote a book as a lot of people do based on their experience. But your experience is such that it really drives the point home. Five time cancer survivor. That's huge right there. But you've also got, you know, your entire education behind you, your registered dietitian, doctor in psychology and biochemistry and human nutrition, all of these things. And as you said, you didn't believe in any of this before you started that particular part of your journey. And now you do, and you're sharing it with the whole world. And right there, there's gratitude from everyone in the world that should be very grateful for you sharing this. And you probably feel an awful lot of gratitude for being able to teach and provide this to all of us here.
0: Yes, moving absolutely. Forward.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. The greatest reward I mean, when you when you survive something like any illness, whether it 's cancer, heart disease, whatever, there is that point where you come out and you ask yourself what matters now and that 's right. a big question that I, I do ask in my new journey of a thousand days. but what matters now and I, I I know I asked that question many times, and I realized that what mattered was getting the word out it wasn 't easy in the beginning. Because I, I come from a background where you don't talk about your bad times or anything else. But what I realized is that when we share our journey with others who are going through a journey, it can inspire them to change, to make the changes that are necessary, and to take the steps that are necessary to enjoy their lives in a more fulfilling way. That's so, so true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, please tell our listeners how they may learn more about you and where they may purchase your book, Instant Energy The Five Keys to Unlimited Energy and Vitality.
0: Well, thank you for offering that opportunity. They can actually go to the 5 com or they can go to drmarilynjoyce.com. It's the D R Marilyn, N A R I L Y N, joyce.com. And they can, um, they'll find out more about who I am and what I do there. And the book is also available through that site. And what we do is anybody who does uh, invest in the book through, uh, through us, we offer a lot of other gifts as well compared to if you were to get it on Amazon or somewhere else.
1: There is so much information in this book. It really is something that, you know, it is would be beneficial to anybody. You don't have to have had cancer or be going through cancer or anything. It's, it's this is beneficial oh, no. for everyone on the planet. So, you know, again, instant energy the five keys to unlimited energy and vitality by dr marilyn joyce go to your bookstore go to amazon go wherever and get this book again dr joyce thank you so very much for taking time to join us here at energy awareness radio it really has been a pleasure having you here i've enjoyed it immensely thank you so much
0: oh thank you so much T, for having me on it's just been fabulous this has been a <laughs> wonderful conversation
1: It has been. So listeners, we need you to spread the word. We know you enjoy what you hear on Energy Awareness Radio, so please share it with your friends. We live in a very challenging and constantly changing world, and that's why I have the guests that I do, to keep you apprised so you won't get lost in the dross of life. We need to stay aware so we can navigate easily and live the life that we're meant to live, productively, healthfully, and purposefully. And this is where you find the tools to do just that. So send the link for this show to everyone you know and let them have the same opportunity that you just had so they may learn and grow and make the world a better place for all. On behalf of everyone here at Energy Awareness Radio, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. My name is T-Love, and I hope you'll be back next week for another great show here at Energy Awareness Radio. For more information about me, please visit my website, quantumwellness.org. You'll find an archive list of past shows, the lineup for upcoming shows, as well as information about other upcoming events I'll be hosting, including my sound healing concerts and labyrinth walks. Also, be sure to check out our charitable organization for kids, Soji Huggles Children's Foundation, where we believe we are making a brighter tomorrow by giving children a better today. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at NRGAwareRadio. That's at NRGAwareRadio. I am your host, T-Love, here at Energy Awareness Radio, intending you and yours a most wonderful week. Remember, living from your heart is quite easy. You need only give thanks to do so. Take care and stay well.
2: Gotta i got a roof over my a i got a mind that can't be There may be times when I lose the light and
4: let my spirit fade. But
2: I can't stay depressed when I remember how...